we are back. Oh, we're back. Woo's Media Studios. Uh, I'm your host, Will Chambers. Tyler Walji. No, no producer Smitty today. We're Big approaching. Yep. We're we're in the heat of bowl season, Tyler. Mm. Now we haven't had like the big matchups yet, but today we're going to be breaking down what all the bowl games leading up to. I think Sunday, and then we'll be back in the studio well, Sunday. Yeah, yeah. All the games will go through Saturday. There's no games on Sunday, right? So we'll be doing a remote pod Sunday for all the games Monday, Tuesday. Back here next week. Now you Amazing. said we're in the heat of it. I have a question. Mm. What do you know? What animals right now are in heat? I certainly because don't. Because for us... I think it'd be a weird thing to, for me this, to know. This is our in-heat uh, time of the year for college football. We're in it's heat? The be- well, I mean, wouldn't you say... Wouldn't you categorize that that way, like, if you had to? I did hear screeching before I came in, <laughs> like some weird howling sounds from you. So, so what you, animals? You pick. Guess. Are you looking it what up? What animals? No, well, I was just going to actually... I can look it up. Um, okay, what animals are in heat right now? <laughs> yeah, or in December. See, even yeah. the results aren't great. She- okay, here, here. Well, I'm looking it up too. All right, let's just tell the audience: sheep, goats, foxes, white-tailed deer, elk. Wow, all those deer are fucking during the snowstorms. Yeah. No wonder they're all you, on the slippery uh, roads all the time. All you dirty bird listeners in uh, an insert state that we don't like, the sheep are in heat. So now's your time <laughs> to shine. Um, but you know what? In heat <laughs> means for college football. Is uh, our picks are going to be galore? Means our bets are ready to. We fuck. have bets. We have well. <laughs> My bets last week didn't do too well. Should we recap it? Now, for the year, I'll, I'll give my season recap at the end. I'm sure. still well above 500. Oh, yeah. I think I'm up about nine units this year total, mm-hmm. but I got killed last week. Going into last week, I was up like 13 units. Yeah. I went there were one a couple f- of tough ones. I went one, four, and one last week. My only win was our bed board game. How about that ODU game, too? Oh, like, my oh, God. They were up like 28 points and gave it all back. And in the um, Old Dominion game, you know, I, I gave out Old Dominion two and a half and the under. And, and, you know, after a little bit in the first half, you, you go, maybe the under's not coming in. Maybe that was a little bit off in the handicap. The weather wasn't as bad as we thought it was going to be, even though I still liked what I thought from a base point and that, whatever. I had sure. Old Dominion minus two and a half. I turned the game off. I changed Ugh. it, and I checked ESPN, oh, no. and I go, what the hell happened yeah, here? Yeah, that was rough. Oh, rough. That was, that was real rough. That was real rough. I said Jiminy Christmas. Jiminy Christmas. But you, know you did funny? get the bet board win, though. When I've been losing some like tough bets lately, yeah. I've been doing this weird thing that I don't swear, and I don't know why. I don't know where it came from. You just go, I'll be frick. Like, yeah, I'll be like, Jiminy Christmas. Oh, or I'll be like, ah, oh, fudge. Oh, Isn't that fudge. funny? Yeah, no. That, I, I mean, have no idea why. I like, I, there's something endearing about like <laughs> like non-swear words. Like uh, my, my, my late grandmother, by the way, uh, God rest her soul, her thing was she would go, uh, oh sheep dip! Oh sheep, oh, dip. sheep dip! That was her thing. <laughs> I like that. You know, and yeah. so I like that because you're right. You and I, I think, are, are much more the type to uh, just let loose sailor style. Well, and my go-to is Jiminy Christmas because you can say Jiminy it under your Christmas. Th- th- yeah, say it under your breath oh. like you're pissed at the game. You go, Jiminy. See, even still, I want. I was just about to say Jiminy fucking Christmas, <laughs> just because that's my base instinct. To uh, swear, but yes, you yes. got the bet board victory. I got the Boy- victory. We're uh, tied up. Boise ruined me. By the way, UCLA. Boise was covering. I think at one point in this game, it was like kind of, that look looking kind of close, and then mm-hmm. uh, UCLA ended up boat racing them at the end. Chip Kelly uh, did a mic drop moment in uh, in his interview for the bowl game. By the way, about what how he thinks college football should be. I kind of agree with him. Mm-hmm. Um, but you get the bedboard victory. UCLA, yes, yes. Uh, they cover against Boise. And let me say something. Uh, I got the bedboard victory. I was also a little irresponsible this weekend. So I may have had a little bit to drink on Saturday night oh, okay, Jiminy during the game. I know, Jiminy Christmas. 
I logged on to BetUS. Oh, boy. I went into the, into the casino. Oh, boy. I'm not going to lie. I won a little bit of money. Hey! Oh. We took down the house, baby. So I started off with some blackjack. Nice. Okay, I played like $10 hands, won a couple sure. in a row, uh, got up 20 bucks, and mm-hmm. then took it to roulette. Put some down on red. Of course. Missed. I'm going, what am I doing? Let's go buffs. What what am I doing here? Double down on black, hit it. Boom. Put another 20 on black, hit it. Walked away uh, up, you know. That's what uh, you got to do. Once you get up, you got to bail. So if you want to have those irresponsible urges and, Mm. and, you know, deliver on that, go to betus.com. And if you are going to, sign up with promo code tailgate because you'll have access over the long run to all kinds of promos and bonuses and as we say it's not about short term it's about the long run no doubt and for the short term thing don't take the bonus because they're going to offer a nice juicy tasty medium rare mm. steak 125 percent mm. bonus mm. take it if you want but the rollover is big meaning you got to bet a lot of money yep. to take it out if you win don't do that if we all win 100 bucks don't we want to take it out don't get stuck so sign up use promo code tailgate don't use the initial offer use all the ones they send you in through your email afterwards use promo code tailgate to get access to all those Beautiful. And start playing blackjack. <laughs> uh, start oh, yeah, you can also bet on college, fo- uh, college football, too. Well, of course. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, like, what, what are we doing here? This is what we're doing. <laughs> we're about to break down best bets. Let's go. But by the way, before we even get to that, today was National Signing Day. Mm. Or like the first National Signing Day. I honestly don't even know. There's like two signing days. I think there's one now and another in February. Um, are we going to hit anything there? Should we? No, I mean, like, there's nothing of note, but it was a big day in college football to see how, how classes are, are, are shaking out. But, you know? but listen, for our listeners, you know, we, we circle back for things. We're not going to shove this oh, yeah. aside, but it's time for bowl games. That's We're right. going to hit all of this eventually after the season, just not right now. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. But let's it was a big day in college football. Let's so. get to some bowl games. Okay, first up, by the way, Thursday night, this is one of the most banger names of all bowl games. Mm-hmm. The RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl, Tyler. Okay. Uh, so, Have you ever been to RoofClaim.com? You ever had to put a claim on your roof? No, some but I, hail fi- damage? I find it shady. Okay, so you know mm. what? Look, I think the whole roofing industry is a little shady. Sure. There, there's a lot of opportunity the scam for... Scam callers, guys that like show up and will and we'll be like, let me inspect your roof. And they go up and rip up a bunch of tiles and yeah. then say, yeah, we'll get the insurance it's, Exactly. It's the process of how roofs sure. get replaced. And, and for the homeowner, they go, oh, it's free. My insurance pays for it. Okay. So it's a weird, slimy kind of business. So sure. uh, I have my question up. marks about how it's this happened. It's all scam. Yeah. Uh, and this is, uh, should I say the time? You know, l- what? L- 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 let's double team this since Ryan's gone because mm. he's usually uh, doing a lot On for the us. ones and twos. So I'll help you uh, where, you know, we need to for the intros. Sure. Uh, 5 o'clock Pacific, 8 o'clock Eastern on ESPN. This is going to be Thursday night. Thursday night, baby. When this podcast comes out, yep. or actually South Florida versus Syracuse. Two 6-6 six and six teams. Two powerhouse programs, by the way. Power. Game, of course, in Boca Raton, Florida at FAU Stadium, the Boca Raton Bowl. Currently, the line, Tyler, are we looking at three? Is that the consensus you're seeing? Three is the consensus. Syracuse minus three. 56 over under. 74 degrees, light winds, no rain, looking spicy, looking sexy. Give me some points. Where are you going here? Should I start? <laughs> yeah, sure. Over. Give me your breakdown. Over. over? We're taking like points? over 56. We're taking mm. points here. And through this handicap, I kind of liked South Florida, but South Florida to me doesn't have that reliability to just bet on them because I think Syracuse will show up as well. So let's go through this. There's been a lot of changes with Syracuse. Uh, former uh, Georgia Tech defensive backs coach, Fran Brown, is taking over. Okay, but in term, Nunzio 
Campanelli? Oh, yeah. Nunzio oh. Camp- Campanelli. Campanelli. That is the most uh, Italian Ginzo name you'll ever hear in your whole life. He's coaching the Bulls. So Nunzio. He, so he's in. So interesting, like, interim one-game coach. This is always a roll-the-dice situation. Uh, we know, you know, Garrett Schrader, his shoulder surgery went well. That's yeah. what I heard. So he's feeling well. He's out. And on top of that, I mean, we didn't expect him to be in, but anyway, um, they lost two edge rushers and three secondary players to the transfer portal. So not a ton of momentum from the outside looking in, in my opinion. And look, when you lose two edge rushers, three secondary players, I don't honestly care if a call, if a school loses like five, six, seven players, if they're different positions, not that impactful. Now that matters, obviously, sure, but not nearly as much as three secondary players, two edge rushers, those stack up. It's called uh, cluster injuries. So, again, not a lot of momentum, at least from my point of view, from the outside looking in from the program. And I think the offense will struggle, and I think they have at least this year when I look at these big situations. But when you look at South Florida's defense and and, and Syracuse's defense and both these deficiencies on both sides, maybe they will have some opportunities. So uh, USF can maybe take advantage here. Uh, South Florida throws for 274 a game, which is good for 31st in the nation. They actually have a really good offense. They also run the ball for uh, 191 a game, which is good for 16th in the nation. So South Florida is really impressive offensively, at least relatively, right, for South Florida. And most are going to play. So I think South Florida's offense shows up. Um, Now they're missing a couple linemen, okay, but both linemen – uh, left guard Andrew uh, Kilia, uh, Kilfoyle and right guard Zane Herring going to be out, but they both missed time this year, so it's not like they're not used to this. Now, on the offensive line, what you need is some reps without these guys and without these players, and I think that that's going to be at least useful or helpful for, the, for these other players who are playing because, yeah, they're out, they're impactful, but yep. they've been out this season. So what about momentum, right? USF as a program I think has it. Uh, First-year head coach Alex Golish led him to their first bowl game since 2018, and I think that's a big deal for their fans, for the program. We always talk about momentum for the team and for the program, like this year, but overall. And this win would mean so much for South Florida. Like, they want a win for this momentum for the program. So, you know, I think it's all good for USF. When you look at the roster, the people showing up, the coaching staff, they're ready for a game that they're going to be all in and they're going to be prepared. Yeah. And I know that, they're, that their defensive stats aren't great, but offensive stats are good. Syracuse's offensive stats, you know, like I said, not great, but I think they'll show up this game because USF on defense, 129th in yards allowed. And in my FEI ratings, I like for the uh, efficiency stats, uh, USF's defense is 124th. So we're talking about a team in South Florida that is really, really underrated offensively, super underrated, and horrible defensively, which is where Syracuse gets that crack. And by the way, that's why it's also minus three. No one sees a blowout here. So over 56 is my play. Uh, We're starting off hot again, giving a play immediately. Love it. What do you think? You're going to give me a bet board immediately? No bet board. I think I'd lean South Florida plus three. You know, one thing we talked about, I think, last week is like, hey, is this this a business trip or a vacation trip for certain teams? I think Syracuse had higher hopes than getting six and six. And I think you talk about a team that's going from central New York this time of year, getting a trip down to Boca Raton, uh, more maybe a vacation trip than a business trip for them. So, um, I would lean uh, USF plus three. It's no bet board. I won't be taking the under. All right. Uh, next up, we have the 
76 Birmingham Bowl. So it says 76 at the gas station. It's just uh, 76 Birmingham Bowl. I don't know. Hang on here. Yeah, 70, let's see what 76 Birmingham 76, is. I feel like 76 is a gas station, isn't it? Look it up, because if it's not, I'll guess. Yeah, it, 76 gas stations. Okay. It's, it's like a gas okay. station chain. But I don't know how big they are, So, but I'm assuming that they that's that's who the how sponsor is here. How much would it cost here. to do that? They're big enough to get something like this. Dude, they're in the oil game. That's they true. Got that money. That oil, they got oil money. Very yeah. good point. But look, it's just funny to go from, you know, uh, we go from... What the the oh you know we skipped over uh, sorry we, we, we let's we're going out of order here I, I skipped the Friday night game we're gonna save Look, I trusted you for the, the seventy six Birmingham game for Saturday we 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 go straight to Friday the Union Home Mortgage Gasparilla Bowl Gasparilla we did this last year yeah, I still don't think I remember fest, right? yeah I couldn't remember thing. what Gasparilla is some it's a pirate festival that's right it's in Tampa that's yeah. where the pirates are from so mm-hmm. uh, we have Georgia Tech versus South Florida again. Two six and six teams. Currently, South Florida uh, or Central Florida. Excuse me, man. I'm all over the place. Central Florida, the Knights of Central Florida, five and a half point favorites. Is that the number you're seeing here as a consensus, Tyler? I'm seeing it. Five and a half. Five and a half in favor for Central Florida. The game is at Raymond James Stadium in Tampa. That's where the uh, the Buccaneers play. Also, where South Florida plays, by the way. Mm. Um, Over under sixty eight. Sixty eight. A lot of Ooh. points. Do you have a play here, Tyler? No, it's a pass for me. Uh, my power rankings are right around what this line is, you know, okay. maybe around minus six. And neither team missing too much of the portal. Georgia Tech losing an edge rusher, cornerback. Central Florida is losing a lineman and, and a, a cornerback themselves, but not too bad overall for both teams. And the Knights, also, we have to note this, they have two secondary players, uh, Dre Wilson and Braden Marshall. They got hurt in the last game, season finale, so question mark are they going to play mm-hmm. i think they're likely out from what i've heard uh so overall you know mostly the same teams but that secondary little question mark for ucf um i see two teams who are going to get reputation bet i think a lot of people are going to look at this game and say ucf is easier to bet on right, right? that's the reputation and it's so funny how reputation often is not reality this year alone georgia tech seven and five against the spread yeah UCF five and seven against the spread, and so if you blindly bet both these teams this year, you won money with the uh, uh, Yellow Jackets. You lost money with the Knights. So uh, I, I pass again. I don't see real angle uh, a real angle here, but just so everyone knows, the FEI ratings are uh, UCF nineteenth offense, seventy first defense. Georgia Tech surprisingly thirty third offense, eighty fifth defense. So. Yep. Pass for me should be a, a good matchup. You know, if anything, I would lean Tech. Right. But, you know, this offense and uh, uh, John Reese Plumley is going to play. Did oh, no way. That? He's yeah, back. Yeah, he announced he's going to play. Okay. So that's big news for, the, for, for them. And mm-hmm. I could see a lot of things happening. But, you know, you never know Gus. Gus is super crafty. He's not reliable. No, but, but that's why it's a pass for me. Exactly. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be a good matchup. I would definitely lean Tech uh, plus the points. Now, what worries me is that they've been a good team, like playing up to, to competition, but not necessarily like they kind of play down to, to competition as well. So, like, how motivated are they for this game? If they're motivated, I think Tech could win this game outright. Well, um, but here's the thing: is is it's a weird high var. I don't like games like this, and you're going to see this for a couple uh, games we're going to preview here coming up. It's these high variance games, sure. and what I mean by that is. And it's not always over, under, and spread, but sometimes it is. And you can look at this. And, and the example here is over, under is 68. Right. 
and the spread's five and a half. So what that says to me chaos. is a lot of points, exactly, a lot of chaos. Yep. And so if if UCF happens to get that late field goal to knock it from five to or whatever it might mm-hmm. be, you know, so that's why I don't I, I I like you know how often you can five a five, find a five and a half with an over under of forty during right. the week compared to sixty eight. So it's just a different game you're playing with this, which is why I if you're looking to bet this, you know, I don't often recommend buying points because they charge too much. But the seven and seven and a half in a situation like this, I think is worth so much more. Right. So interesting spot here. Love it. Well, I will give out. I like tech uh, plus points in that spot. But uh, next up, now we finally get to the 76 Birmingham Bowl. Now we're in the Saturday games. This is Saturday morning. Are you sure? Noon Eastern. Yep. I'm positive. It's a nooner. We have uh, two four-letter schools, right? Troy versus Duke. That's why you can't trust either of these teams. We got Troy and we got Duke. It sounds like uh, two... You know, like two captains of the lacrosse team. We have Troy on one team and we you have know, Duke on the other one. I might have a bet this game if you have Ooh. a bet because I am so on the fence, leaning so hard one way, and I, I'm not committing, but I'm ready to jump if you're on the other side. So it's the 76 Birmingham Bowl game. Troy is favored by seven and a half. Um, oh, and by the way, weather here. Uh, Birmingham, great, Alabama. Yeah, great weather. Um, it's that protective stadium. Yes. It's, it's a protective oh, place. Oh, is it? Protective Stadium. Oh, that's okay. what it says. Well, uh, I don't know where that is or what that is. But oh, I thought you meant um, it had a dome. Like no, no, no. That's just literally what it's called. What's called, and maybe it is because that's the name. Well, I'm gonna give it a Google. Sir, um, do you have any corrective lenses tonight? So you want to wait on my breakdown first? Is that what you're saying? Yes, absolutely. Because I know that you're gonna be shifty with it, and I want to hear who you got. Shifty. I can be shifty. I'm looking at Protective Stadium. Shockingly, not protected by a dome. It's out in the open. It's completely exposed. It's going to be good weather. Um, Morning weather, a little cloudy, not too bad. So what's this this bowl called again? What's what? The bowl called. This is the 76 Birmingham Bowl. 76 Birmingham Bowl. It's in Birmingham, Alabama. Beeham is the cool people call it, by the way. The locals will tell you that. I'm back in Beeham. Now, here's what I would say. Troy minus 7.5, and and I think it is for good reason, right? Mike Elko is gone. uh, Over-under is... 44.5. 44.5. It's low. Boomer. So, again, big spread for a low number. Um, Mike Elko is gone. Riley Leonard is not going to be playing. Um, That's super concerning, not having your head coach, right? Where are these players' heads at? How many of these Duke players have just entered the portal now? How many are going to follow follow Mike Elko to A&M or just say, hey, I'm out of here? Um, I will say though, like there is something to be said. Like I, I feel this way when like a good coach leaves a program, what they look like the next year, right? It's the same idea kind of, right? Um, there is enough there like to where I would lean Duke plus the points here, seven and a half. Like I, I, I to me, I know Troy is a good team, but we're talking about a different level of, of program. We're talking about a power five team and there is still going to be remnants there from, you know, from what Mike Elko had built there. This was a, was a good team that played really well against, like, top-level ACC teams that, you know, battled it out with Notre Dame and, and beat Clemson and did all these things. And so um, it's a lot of points. If I had to bet Tyler, I would lean 7.5. I don't know if it's enough to make a bet board, though, but I do want to hear, like, are you saying, hey, I, I'm on Troy here, let's make it a bet board? What's your analysis? No, so I strongly lean Duke, and I think we're getting too much of an overreaction to the players missing. Now, I get it, because I look at my power rankings, and I actually really don't disagree too much with this game and this spread, but I look at the intangibles, and I look at both teams, and, you know, there's been a trend in the in this uh, uh, bowl season so far 
when you look at conferences, and the Sun Belt Conference is not done well at all. Sure. And every year you ha- you absolutely this is something I look at in the college basketball uh, tournament. After one round, a little little tip, little pro tip, uh, when it you know come March. After the first round of college basketball games, you get such a good idea of which conferences are overrated, underrated. Sure. And some may say small sample size, but you know what? That's not always the case, right? If me and LeBron James play three games mm. and he's 3-0 and against me one-on-one, would you go, well, small sample size, only three games. It's no, like, or do those I'd three probably games. say he was just only benefiting from the referees in that case. My, my point <laughs> is... <laughs> <laughs> My point is, though, those three games mean something if it, if it means something, sure. right? Sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. But in this situation, I'm not so sure that's the case. So with everyone reacting to Duke and all their missing players, I get it, right? And, and I understand. Now, let's talk numbers before this. Because before any of this nonsense with all these Duke players leaving and the transfers and the, and the head coaches mixed up, and this is also counting Riley Leonard out. Yep. Because he was out for a while. Yeah. So with him out, if they played last week of the regular season, I would have had Troy minus one and a half on a neutral. So I still think they're actually a better team, right? But I don't think seven and a half is a fair number. And you give everything, you put it all into a pot. I understand why the number is what it is, but I strongly lean Duke because, again, like Will said, they have enough left. There's so much meat on that bone despite, despite. A lot of meat. Miss, oh, yeah. Despite missing uh, five key contributors, totaling almost 2,800 snaps. I mean, look, this is the twenty five, uh, the 25th overall best FEI defense in the country. Right. And I think when you break it down, uh, and by the way, that's on defense. I want to I be specific. On defense, Duke's losing five contributors. Right. And 2,800 snaps. That's on defense. Yeah, it's a big deal. And that defense was 25th in the country for efficiency. Like we'll mention on, on top of that, Mike Elko's gone. So <laughs> it's so weird because this is what's fun about bowl games is you get brand new teams that you haven't seen all season wearing different uni- wearing the same uniform. But when it's all said and done, you know, uh, Grayson, is it Loftus, Loftus? Because if it's Loftus, I have so many business ideas I, for bread. I bet it's Loftus. God damn it. It's always got to be the wrong one. You want it to be Loftus? A loaf of bread. You could go a lot of ways with a bakery. Mm. Uh, he's He's been good this year. He's a freshman, but he's learned quickly. Now, the uh, the percentage isn't great. 53%, right? Right. That's like an NFL stat they look at. But eight touchdowns, three picks. He makes good decisions. When it's all said and done, I think seven and a half is m- the much safer bet Hundred percent. So if you're not on Troy, yeah. I mean, look the the motivation will be like my guess is Troy, the Troy players are going to be hyped for this game, and the Duke players are probably not. That's another great. If point. you're looking at the motivation, motivation like yeah. Troy is like, hey, we have an opportunity to play a Power Five team that was a really good ACC team, and Duke's like, oh, whatever. You know, our coach is gone now. They have us against Troy. Who gives a fuck? Is about Duke that? really like that? Is Duke really like what? Like whatever. Like you, you did the impression. They're just like oh, whatever. And Duke's like whatever. It's like whatever, guys. Like that's how people in that's how people in North Carolina. Dude, you'd be talk. good at voiceovers for like uh, uh, 
commercial or like a ah it's like we're just playing troy yeah. whatever you and i could do that we could make a show <laughs> and do all the characters we ourselves could. yeah i mean i'd be down now let's talk all right we'll talk we got ideas <laughs> yeah. um we move on to all right so we're both on on duke there plus seven and a well half. Uh, you i lean? don't want to make it a play for my like tally at the end of the okay. year but i strongly lean if you're looking to make it you're leaning i'm fully falling i was leaning and now by the way I, yeah I, and that game, is, that game is going to be a morning game i love yep. that noon eastern mm-hmm. uh next up another noon eastern game Game. Also in the state of Alabama, by the way, Alabama is a popular spot for bowls this time of year. We have the Camellia Bowl. You know what's bullshit is? Have you seen the map of bowl games? It's all in the south. Well, yeah, it, and they like want the warm West weather. Coast. They want they want nice. They don't want to have, have bowl games in freezing cold there's weather. There's domes everywhere. That's true. There is domes. You got a you got a nice dome on yourself, by the way. Nice. You got a nice sh- nicely shaped head. I have a small head. Yeah, but it's it's, it's, it's my hat shaped. size is like uh, seven and a quarter. It's like seven and yeah, about seven. No, That's it's it's one above that, seven and three eighths. Oh, okay. You got a bigger head than me then. So wow. I got a pinhead. Um mm. the camellia bowl. Do you know what a camellia is, Tower, without Googling it? Yeah, it changes its color based on its surroundings. That, no, that's a chameleon, not a camellia. The camellia is the is the Alabama state flower. Did you know that? I don't well, this one doesn't even have a sponsor, apparently. It's just the camellia ooh, bowl. Maybe you know, um, there's a song about this a flower. I could do I could parody Come, 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 camellia. <laughs> camellia bowl. Um, okay, so the camellia bowl. By the way, this one now in Montgomery, Alabama. So we have the first one. The, the other game We're on to Saturday, is, right? is in Beeham. We're on to, These are uh, both Cincinnati. Saturday games. So both Saturday at noon, we have one game in Beeham, Birmingham. Now we got one in Monty G. That's what they call Montgomery, Mon- uh, the cool kids. Montgomery weather for Saturday? 55 degrees. 70 Partly cloudy, what? no wind, fine. Interesting. Perfectly fine. Okay. And and that's the, the Crampton Bowl apparently is the name of the stadium. Again, I don't know who plays in these stadiums, but we have Arkansas State against Northern Illinois, right? Uh, currently, Arkansas State is a three-and-a-half-point favorite here. Is this a play for you, Tyler? This is... Uh, Two dog mascots, by the way, which uh, I like. You know what? This is another strong lean. And the reason why it's not is the uh, conference thing, right? The Sun Belt. I'm terrified of betting the Sun Belt. And Arkansas State resides in the Sun Belt. So, sure. uh, you know, Northern Illinois, they've been able to run the football, and the that's what this may come down to. Huskies so, love running. The most important thing for Northern Illinois is is their offense. And Tra- uh, Trayvon Rudolph is going to be gone. Uh, Pete uh, Negra, Edge, George Gums, two safeties, it adds up George to a, Gums. Oh, I love George Gums. It adds up to a decent uh, little list of players missing. And Arkansas State, not much. Two D linemen, one linebacker, but Zach Wallace is gone. Very good running back, and Jacob Meyer also gone uh, with an injury. So I think the place to start here is strength of schedule. Northern Illinois dead last in several metrics. They had an easy strength of schedule, and Arkansas State was like in that seventies, eighties stretch. And money has been bet so far in Arkansas State. So I actually like them a little bit, but I'm just afraid of the conference being so overrated that they can't really, you know, win, you know, a 60-minute game against a Northern Illinois team that, like I said, can run the football, can be effective at the line of scrimmage, and both teams rank very similar in FEI. So all said and done, no play for me. Lean Arkansas State. Uh, I have it right around three myself. Spreads three, right? Uh, three points. Yep, Arkansas State mm, minus three. No play. So, no play. If I had to, I would take again Northern Illinois, Illinois with the points. But 
Uh, it's not enough for me to make a bet board or do anything like that. So we move on. Don't do anything like that. Now we got later in the day, we got the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl. Shout out to Armed Forces. Shout out to all of our Armed Forces out there. Thank you for your service. We have James Madison, JMU, the 11-1 Duke Dogs, playing against Air Force, the Zoomies, who I believe started, were they 8-0 and then lost their last four, Tyler? They were. Unbelievable. I mean, they were so, ranked uh, in the top 15 or 25 in the country when they were 8-0. I mean, the buffs were ranked this year. What does that mean? Rough. Yeah. Um, however, eight weeks in the season is a little bit different. Now, this game is at uh, is in Fort Worth, Texas. Currently, JMU is two-point favorites here with an, a total of only, I think, 40 and a half, Tyler. Is that what you're seeing? Yes. Yeah, I mean, low total, uh, low spread. It? You like something here? You like some juice here? <sighs> no, I mean, look. I, like, I think it's tough when I think the easy play here is to go. Yeah, look at Air Force. They've lost their last four. Um, you know, they're, they're off the rails. They were such a good team. James Madison has been this like amazing, you know, uh, super super like popular team. JMU. They got game day there. Um, they went eleven and one. Um, the, the obvious like the the square obvious play would be like yeah, let's take JMU minus two. However. I feel like you give Air Force like an opportunity. Like to me, they're just they will be more disciplined, and I think that comes into play in a bowl game specifically. Like you know, when we're talking about motivation, like they're just going to be a little bit more disciplined. But um, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I, I don't. I don't like betting against uh, um, Air Force in this spot. But I will say, like if you give JMU a month to prepare for the option, that helps them a little bit too. So is this a play for you? Are you pick, are you betting this? This is my favorite play of the entire podcast. No way. Will, this may be my favorite play of the year? Of the season. This is your uh now, I'm not lock a big, of the year, mortal no, lock. No, it's not. And I was just about to say that's I hate that lock shit. Lock of the year. I hate that shit because Bet really, the house. at the end of the day, when it really comes down to winning long term, we're working with such small margins. That that kind of talk is ridiculous to to guarantee anything like that for anyone because people can be irresponsible with their money. People oh, do, so they you certainly don't, can. So you don't want to say stuff like that to make people think that this is a sure thing. It's a lot. Never ever ever. It's a sure ever. Thing. Anything is, is is a sure thing. I don't even like joking about that. You know, for me, I do. Our audience knows I me. Like I'm a goofball, but I, I think that's off limits sure. for me. So, but this is a, a big play for me personally. Okay, Air Force. Air Force plus the two points here. Now, the, the Zoomies. We, the weird thing about this is, it's tough to gauge James Madison now because they're like they're missing so many players on paper, but all of them say they might play. Okay, they're missing their starting quarterback, starting running back, two starting receivers, best offensive lineman, three D linemen, three linebackers, best cornerback, their yep. head coach, their offensive co- uh, offensive coordinator. Defensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach. Yeah, that's a lot. All of them. That's a lot. Is how about the uh, the all wa- of them. the water boys? He's still there. I mean, literally, they're all gone now. They all say they're going to stay, but honestly, if if they're all leaving and some are going with a new coach and the coaching staff's gone, like even if they play, is that a team you really want to bet on? I don't. And now Air Force is missing one running back, one tight end, one offensive tackle, and when you add it up. Not that big of a deal based on their stats this year, right? They're going to be just fine. Right. Not only does James Madison have to deal with this option offense, they also have to deal with an entirely new team and staff. And so I think Air Force right now getting points despite the downgrade. And let me tell you what, I follow these power ratings very closely 
before all of these adjustments for for James Madison, they were looked at as, you know, five points better or so. But these downgrades mean something, and this downgrade is serious. So I think overall, it's not a great practice to go over James Madison numbers this year because we're not going to see the same team. Now, if you're interested, they were 33rd overall FEI. Okay, overall, 33rd. 38th offense, 24th defense. They have a great defensive line. Healthy, full motivation. I don't think I would ever take Air Force in this game because James Madison thrives at the D line. Their linebackers are very good. Half of them are out. The ones who are playing, are they invested? I have major question marks about not just stopping the run, stopping the option attack, all the stuff going on around them. So I love Air Force this game. I really like it. Now, here's my other thing. If you're one of those crazy people who teases games, Mm. take an Air Force from plus two to plus eight in a game where the over-under is so low, I think is also a very good call. Yep. So I never really recommend doing that because it's generally not a good idea. But in a situation like this, if you're going to, this is one game I would consider putting in there. Okay. Love it. Yeah. I mean, again, like I think all of my personal like gut feeling is leaning towards air force for the same reason right like you have all the the mass exodus going on with jmu the coach has gone to what indiana i believe um Mm -hmm. so you know again like it's a low total and it's the armed forces bowl too so perhaps there could be some home cooking there we want to support our troops Nothing like home cooking. Like that's one of the few home field advantages home in, in life where we you can just take cooking. advantage. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, uh, we're both Speaking on of, Air Force. You got to take Fry and Ryan's uh, green chili today. Thank you. Yes. you guys didn't remind me last. I know time. you got to take it today. Remind me, we'll please. Do. Remind me, we'll do. listeners. Remind me. Um, <laughs> we now we have the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. I mean, classic. What Is it? No, hold on. Is it the famous Idaho this year? No, it's just the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. Is it still famous Idaho? Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize they well, sponsored it. Yeah, fa- I thought it was famous just Idaho the Potato Bowl this year. Nope, it's the famous Idaho okay, Potato good, Bowl. Good. So they're in it. It's in Albertson Stadium in okay. Boise, Idaho. Okay. Oh, we, it's gonna be sunny. We have Georgia State again. A lot of six and six teams here. It's Georgia State versus Utah State. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is this a play for you as well? It is no? a play for me. And hold on, I said it was gonna be Woo! sunny, but it's gonna be thirty-six. Okay. This so it's is cold but sunny. Yes, this is a play for me. You're taking um, Utah State, aren't you? Let's go Utah You're State. You're taking Utah Let's State. Go Utah State. Okay, now the first thing is when I look at my pure power ratings and our Patreon members have access to this, I go, how the hell are either of these teams in this spot? Utah State, I have 104th yep. in the country. Georgia State, I have 110th. Oof, they're not very good at all, okay? So I don't like a lot on both sides when I start this handicap. Uh, but when it comes down to it, I find all these little pieces that add up for, for Utah State. Now, let's start with, with Georgia State. The uh, Lions, Tigers, uh, Jaguars. It's some kind of animal in the jungle. Georgia State, they are the Panthers. Panthers, there you go. I knew they were a cat. Um, they play the tougher schedule. When you look at schedule, I like starting there. They play the tougher schedule. And actually, I like Georgia State's rush attack. They're 50th in the country. But the problem is they're losing two very, very impactful running backs. Right. They're losing two impactful receivers and offensive linemen. So on offense, you think about that. For a team that wants to run the football, and that's kind of how they've you know, done what they've done, two running backs are gone and an offensive lineman's gone. On top of that, when you want to throw it, two receivers. So 
On defense, three secondary players, what have we said, when you have injuries at the same position, that matters more. So I think that Georgia State's just not in a great spot right now. And Utah State is losing their safety, Devin Dye, but that's about it for Utah State. So um, before this whole thing, I did have Utah State about two points better anyway after all my adjustments. And I think I can get it closer to three, three and a half after everything because Levi Williams, their quarterback uh, for uh, Utah State, Mm -hmm. is getting a start. And it's funny because on paper you go, oh, third string, he's not very good. Um, And I get that because bowl handicapping is is, there's so many bowls and so much info, you want to cut corners. You want to draw conclusions. But he's played a lot of games in his career, and I think it's a really good spot for him to finish up his 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 college football career, and I expect a big game from him. So all things together, I get Utah State, who knows this environment, but thirty six degrees. Once the, once the going gets tough for Georgia State, oh yeah, from the south, those Georgia boys coming up to to the Potato Land, it's going to be tough to land play of football. Potatoes. Look, Woo! if you want to hear the squarest way to bet this game, and and I'm I'm still upset that a few years ago in the COVID year. I didn't get the opportunity to prove this this analysis correct when Miami was going to play in the uh, the Sun Bowl mm-hmm. in uh, mm-hmm. in El Paso. Mm-hmm. It's the same idea here. You're right. These Georgia kids have zero interest in traveling to Boise, Idaho, and playing in cold weather. Like they're not going to get up for this. Um, and that's Utah my State's take. quarterback is going to prepare like this is the national right. championship, and they're used to that weather. They play at altitude, like you know what I mean. Like the, uh, Utah has advantages for, from that aspect too. So bedboard. Uh, absolutely not. No, I'm on Utah State here as well. Mm. So I like Utah State minus the two and a half here. That that the consensus number, by the way, is at three. Uh, you know, let, let, let me check that. But Utah State favorite here. I'm not even sure if I mentioned here, that. At the let, beginning. Yeah, if you can stall for uh, two seconds. Oh, so let me stall. That. Let me tell you a little I gotta story pull up. about I gotta pull up. Oh, yeah, the last no. time that I was in Boise. It's two and a half right I've now. I've never been to Boise. It's, it's two and a half. Two and a half. Yeah. yeah. As we record right now, widely available. The one, the one place it's three is uh, Bet Rivers. Okay. So Utah State minus two and a half. Beautiful. Um, Boom. Okay, we move on to the what's with all these numbers? We had 76. Now we have the 68 Ventures Bowl. What is this? Who is? I don't know. I got to figure this out. 68 Ventures Bowl. What is the 68 spon- Ventures is real estate, of course. Oh, Dude, so they, it's just called 68 this is Ventures. This slimy thing about our, you know what's happening? Look, look what's happening. Mm. Roofing companies. They're a real uh, estate company. Real estate company. Well, now this is real estate. Remember the roofing.com? Mm. So we're talking about roofing, real estate. Is this I a don't, scam? Are people laundering their money through bowl sponsorships? Maybe. They. I, I just went to their, their website, by the way. Bold vision, passionate, and experienced team. So shout out to all of our listeners that work at 68 Ventures. Mm. Uh, they're, all, they're a new sponsor of the podcast. Shout out 68 Ventures. Um, we have the 68 Ventures Bowl. Again, a lot of Alabama games. Alabama loves these sponsorships. This is at Hancock Whitney Stadium in Mobile, Alabama, not Mobile, Tyler, Mobile. Uh, now, this game, again, is being played night game, 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. We have South Alabama versus Eastern Michigan. This is a home game for South Alabama right here. Mobile is as far south as you can get in Alabama, uh, and we have Eastern Michigan having to travel all the way down, and we're seeing this uh, this home field advantage, despite the fact these are two six and six teams, South Alabama is favored by seventeen points. This might be one of the biggest point spreads that we see all bowl season long. Tyler, uh, too big of a spread? Are you staying away? Is this a bet for you? Well, I understand why it is what it is. I personally have uh, this closer to seventeen and a half, eighteen. So, okay. like, you know, what's funny is 
again, I love the the. I know we talk about this, but the Patreon members. I'm not just pushing Patreon, but it's it's real because I. Put well, we are my, pushing it too. Patreon.com/slash College Ball Tailgate. Join the Patreon. But but I put my my rankings out there, yep. and what you can see is it it goes all the way one through one thirty three. This all makes sense, right? I have. Uh, I, I've got, let's see, I've got South Alabama 1.74 points better than average. So they're actually better than the average team. They're ranked, you know, 58th. Uh, and I've got Eastern Michigan ranked almost bottom of the barrel, 126th, negative 16.84. So think about that. So Eastern Michigan, negative 16.84, uh, South Alabama, 1.74. We get to 17 and a half, 18, yeah. right? Just pure power rating. So that's why this is what it is. I know these teams are six and six, but these these schedules don't match up. These things don't make sense in the long run. That's why Florida State you know can go undefeated and 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 miss the the playoff four. But anyway, I get this. Eastern Michigan is not a very good team at all. Offense, defense, they struggle. And I think over the course of sixty minutes, South Alabama could pull away. Very 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 well could see that. But I don't necessarily trust it because. South uh, South Alabama's uh, quarterback uh, Carter Bragley re-aggravated the injury that he had all season long, mm-hmm. the last game he played. So he's gonna mi- he's gonna probably miss this game. Uh, their two best offensive players are out, but you have to add in the home field. So they're missing players. Sure. Add in home field. I just don't trust the the sixteen, seventeen, whatever it is right now. So pass, high variance, don't wow. trust it. <clears throat> Tyler not willing to bet on the USA. We we hate that. University of South Alabama, best, Tyler's anti-American. Leave best, it at that. Uh, initials or acronym, or what, what do you call that? Like when it shows up on the TV. Yeah, acronym. Acronym, initials. Mm-hmm. Monogram. Mm-hmm. It's the acronym. Mm-hmm. Uh, telegram. Te- it, yep, it's the telegram. That's USA, best telegram in the country. That's right, baby. Um, okay, we move on to uh, 30 minutes after that kickoff. We have... Finally, some big teams here getting shown. We have the SRS Distribution Las Vegas Bowl, baby. Mm-hmm. Game mm-hmm. at Allegiant Stadium where the Raiders play uh, in Las Vegas, of course. Indoor stadium. And we have Utah, the 8-4 and four Utah Utes, going up against Northwestern. 7-5 and five Northwestern. Major surprise season. Northwestern, of course, you know, they lose Pat Fitzgerald or they lose him. They fire him right before the start of the season. David Braun, uh, cousin of Lloyd Braun, of course. David <laughs> Braun takes over uh, as interim head coach. Did such a good job that now he's been given the uh, the official head coaching title. He was the defensive coordinator. Did a great job with Northwestern. Made him really uh, a dangerous team, kind of like what those classic Northwestern Pat Fitzgerald teams were. And now they have their hands full with Utah. Utah, six-and-a-half-point favorites here. Uh, the over-under, though, I believe is like 41, 42. Is yes, that right? 42, yeah. 42. Um, look, Kyle Blue. Whittingham. Blue, 42. Blue, 42. Hut, hut. Do you, is this a bet for you, Tyler? This might be a bet board game potentially. So this is very similar to the uh, Duke game where I was leaning so heavily on so one side. you want to hear what I have. I want to hear what you have because I'm leaning okay. hard. All right, here's what I'm going to say. Utah was hoping to get to Allegiant Stadium at the end of the year, but not in this game, right? They wanted to be in the Pac-12 championship game, um, but this is a place where they are familiar. It's not far from them. They're going to have fans that travel. Um, Northwestern, I think, will be more motivated for this game, though. Like They're excited playing in this bowl game, but I don't think they're going to have nearly as many fans there. I don't like betting against this David Brown guy because he's done a great job, but if there's one, one guy you don't bet against in bowl season – it's Kyle Whittingham. He has one of the best bowl records uh, among any active college football coaches. Give me the Utah Utes to cover the six and a half, Tyler. 
Yeah, that's the side I'm leaning. This, ah. this sucks for the bet board because yeah. I'm not getting the games I thought I was going to. Um, yeah, so we can call this the boring bowl because both bowl. teams are going to play the same. It's going to be it boring, be. but it's going to be good football if you like to watch good defense, good, you know, well-coached teams. But look, look, let's face it. Will mentioned it. Kyle Whittingham, brand new little newbie. This is going to be a uh, <laughs> little uh, newbie. Little, Head coach of Northwestern, Coach Newbie. Coach Newbie. Uh, I'll take Utah, you know? So Bryson Barnes is transferring, but he's playing. Mm. Isn't that weird? The pig farmer, baby. Isn't, isn't that Yeah, sure. I have a Dutch accent. He want, he's going to give his last all uh, for his pigs, and then he's going to bail. But how Utah is that? You know, we're going to play. It's very last, Utah. It, it's so Utah. Finish so, it out. Exactly. But they're also going to be missing uh, one receiver, Mikey Matthews. And uh, cornerback Jatravis, Jatravis, love that, Broughton. Uh, Jatravis brought the pain this year, but he's not going to (laughs) be at the game this year. No, he uh, brought in the pain. Brought in the pain. Mm -hmm. Uh, Northwestern, not really missing much. So that's why I do kind of understand what's going on here with uh, Northwestern. You know, they are going to show up. I actually trust that Northwestern will show up this game and look good. I just think over 60 minutes the Utah defense will wear them down and be able to pull away. There's a reason. This is six and a half right now, and I don't think it really goes back the other other direction. So I I do wonder about momentum and uh, motivation, Mm -hmm. right? The both mo's. And Will mentioned it, you (laughs) know? Both mo's. Will mentioned that they wanted to be here, but not for this reason. I agree. So will they show up? Well, I don't know if Utah is a team that we can be like, oh, they're going to be down for this game. I lean strongly Utah. Will does too. There you go. Yep. Utes. Shout out the Utes. However, like six and a half, you mentioned it earlier, like how small a spread of two and a half is in a total of like 80, right? Six and a half in a, in a total that's only 40, 41 or 42 points. Right. A little hairy, but we both like uh, Utah there. Mm-hmm. And last but not least, Saturday night, 1030 Eastern, the late kick. This is the RIP Pac-12 after dark matchup. Uh, it's coming in late. And we have Coastal Carolina against San Jose State. This is the easy post Hawaii Bowl. Easy. Being played, of course, in Honolulu, uh, Hawaii, for those that oh, don't know be where nice, Honolulu might be for the layman. 20 mile an hour wins, though. This is a vacation, so. not a business trip for both teams. So you can you can eliminate that factor. They're both, you know, Coastal Carolina is pumped to be in, in Hawaii. San Jose State might be more pumped to be in Hawaii. And it is less travel time. That's significant. The flight from... From you know California to uh, the trip from California to Hawaii, not quite as well as steep. And remember as they all the way on the East Coast. But remember they made this trip earlier this sure, year too. Sure, so they already did this. Yep, that's that's a very good point. So currently San Jose State ten point favorites here over Coastal uh, Tyler. Explain it to me. Tell me why. Tell me why I shouldn't just blindly bet Coastal plus ten here. Well, I mean they're going to be missing a lot of pieces, and we knew this about Coastal about a week or so ago. Um, no Grayson McCall. They're going to be missing yet yeah, two quarterbacks, yep. two running backs, two receivers, an edge rusher, a linebacker, and a cornerback. And by the way, of those, the corner is the only one with under 200 snaps. Yep. Uh, quarterback Ethan Vasco is going to get his fourth start, and he's looked decent. I actually have liked what I've seen from him. 60, 63% completion. Is he spicy? Because we could start calling him Vasco Tabasco if he's spicy. Oh, my God. I just stole That's your job, dude. So, you, you... I just I just pulled a Tyler. I literally just took that from right underneath your feet. I swept the rug out from underneath Can you. Can I be honest? I didn't like it. <laughs> I didn't That's like that so... you did that. 
<laughs> oh, wait. Of, so you liked it. You didn't like that I did it. No, I love the name. Okay. I think that... Vasco's Tabasco. It's that, a business name. I think name. that you're stepping on my toes. Yeah, no, I literally just... Oh, I Wally pipped you. I took uh-huh. your job. Uh-huh. We're gonna have to Turns out we don't need you anymore. Sorry, yeah, Sour. Talk about that. Yep. Okay. Um, and I'm distracted. I totally forgot where I was now. But <laughs> you're Ethan, talking about Vasco. Ethan Vasco, yes. Mm-hmm. He, he's... Oh, Tabasco, Vasco. He's spicy. He's spicy. You can go Chipotle. Yeah. Oh, man. Sixty-three percent completion, four touchdowns, one pick. That's actually not bad for what he's done this year in four starts. And, yeah. and well, he's going to get his fourth. And he's second on the team in rushing, so he comes in and immediately starts running the football well. So, yeah. really interesting dynamic. And in a bowl game, running quarterbacks add that factor that really tips the scales. So, I don't know what to think. They're missing so much for Coastal, but they have this kind of crazy offense they're going to be running, new quarterback, who knows. Now for San Jose State, this is a good team. And you may think they're good, they have a good record, but not just a good record. I think, what are they this year total? Are they 7-5. Uh, they're, they're both two they're, seven and 5 teams. But they're 8-3-1 and one against the spread. Right. Very good year against the spread. And they're not missing a ton. So... You look at teams with momentum. They started the year. Did you mention this one and five? No, I did not. Yeah, San Jose State started one and five. They ended six and zero. Oh. Okay, so they're playing Big good Mo. football. Big one, of, one of the Mo's. One of the, <laughs> one of the Mo's. <laughs> and uh, I wonder though about the defense because they score points like so many college football teams that we see. They score and they give up points. Thirty fifth overall efficiency on offense, FEI. Ninety seventh on defense. So we know the Spartans will score but they will also give up points, which is why, I don't know, 10 points here seems like it may be a little juicy. I'm passing, mm. no bed board game, but, you know, you just wonder. Because, again, I want to make this simple. I think that Coastal doesn't have the ability to pull away against most teams. Right. But against San Jose State's defense, who's proven against every opponent, they score, but they give up yards, maybe a motivated coastal with extra time and and, and a, a quarterback who's actually looked really good can scheme some stuff up. Yeah. So that's why it's a pass for me. Okay. I, I'm rolling with the shots plus 10, um, but uh, no bet board games today. How about that? No bet board. We survived. We're still tied going into the real, the thick of things. The, the, the bowl games we're going to start getting into. By the way, Tyler mentioned we're going to record Sunday. Yes. That's when we're going to start breaking down some of these really big matchups as we start to get into you know, the, the key bowl games, of course, playoff matchups, all that fun stuff. So uh, also stick around for the extracurriculars. Tyler's got some fun uh, parody plaza songs waiting for you. Mm, um, we, we did some hypotheticals, good stuff. Uh, follow the Patreon, patreon.com slash tailgate. So I'm ready to get the juices flowing just with something easy. A nice warm-up question. Now, okay. last time I saved this for the end. Mm. I think we should go early for this. Uh, Straight into the warm-up question. If you could replace your hands with any object for for only one week, shoehorns. What would no. you do? <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's the Kramer classic, shoehorns. Do people even? I don't think people even use shoehorns anymore. You know, I don't think they do. When was no, the last time you saw a shoehorn? Well, I hear I hear, they they're referenced all the time. Sure. Well, well but the, people use it as a as a good verb. Like, oh, I'm gonna shoehorn this mm-hmm. into something. Mm-hmm. But no one knows um, what it means. Any device, and it's both hands. Or is yeah, it like just yeah. one? Both hands and for can, a week. And uh, after a week, you go back. Hmm. It could be anything. I mean, I Literally feel like anything. The, the classic would be just the hook, of course. But here's what I think I'd go with. You know, remember the uh, you know the grabbers they give people that are like, you know, maybe disabled? 
the little the, sure. the pole grabbers. Yeah, grabbers. Do you remember the ones we had as kids that were like dinosaurs? Sure. I'd have a little dinosaur grabber. Okay, you know, dinosaur. Yep. So that's uh, quite a simplistic answer, but I cute. respect it. Well, what would you... I mean, I, I could get crazy. Yeah. I could say just well, machine guns. Exactly. Now, not any... <laughs> you know, nefarious way people. You don't have to no. call the FBI, but but that's the line of thinking. Arms. I like. That's the line of thinking I enjoy. Okay. Is weird abstract. Ooh, okay. In that case, I know what it would be. Okay. You know, remember the the bad guy from the first uh, from the first Spider Man, like the the uh, Tobey Maguire Spider Man. Oh, the oh, green he had, like, dude, Goblin. Oh, sorry, that's green the Green Goblin. Goblin. I guess I'm thinking about the second one. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I don't mix my Spider-Man. The guy that though. has the guy, I, I've never been the biggest Spider fan or Spider-Man fan. Um, but the the guy that has like the snake, like squid arms, like but they're like uh, they're you know they're robotic. They're like metal, know. like snake arms with I have grabbers, no idea who and he can like is. he can you know facilitate them and make do all make it do all kinds of crazy shit. I do that. So you'd be snake squid. They're like go-go gadget grabbers on the ends of all of okay. his arms. I'm into it. So after thinking about that for a while, my two answers were. If my objective was just, was just to have normal hands, mm-hmm. I would just get fully functional synthetic hands. Okay, but that's not... <laughs> okay, right? Yeah, anyway. if you had given me that option, <laughs> I would have just said fake hands. I like having hands. No, but, but okay, what about this one? One of your hands is a money printer. So you can literally print hundred dollar <laughs> bills all day long. Okay, so that's one. Okay, so we're really getting we're getting very abstract. Well, if if it's Do anything, they make money printers that fit in the I size don't of a know. hand. I have no idea how that works, <laughs> but it's okay. a bill. And then what? You know, the other one could be mm. uh, I don't know anything. Okay, so that's oh, so we can it. go separate again. I thought we were going both hands. Well, I, there are no rules here. I guess right. You're not going to get punished. Okay, then the I get a Harry Potter wand that <laughs> it works in the real wizarding no, ways with my left hand. You can't wish for more wishes. That, that that's not how this game. works. Why not? You you got a money printer. You can just print unlimited money, but I can't have unlimited. You know, okay. expected Patronum spells. I guess I should have laid the rules out. All right, next question. Yep. It, uh, this is the last question too to get the juices flowing here a little bit. Kay. If you could have uh, a robot. Okay, again, for one week, but this robot only performs one task mm. over and over. What would you have this robot do? <laughs> uh, um, intrusive thoughts. You that, like my questions? And yes, I love the question. Yeah. That's uh, I'm giggling because there are intrusive thoughts. This robot well, would... Would you have it help you like in the bathroom or something? No, no, okay. no, no. We're just going to disregard what... <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to dig further into what my intrusive thoughts were going to be, Tyler. Um, man, what task? Um, what task do I really hate doing? That's a great question. I mean, it sounds so simple, but if I could, if it could just brush my teeth for me, you know, like okay. two times a day, I'll so tell you I my never, answer. I'll I could be answer. around doing marinade. whatever. I'll let it marinate. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, I would have, because, you know, I like to delegate my time to other things. I, I'm not a big... Uh, I clean about once, uh, you know, once every couple of days to once a week sure. around my, pl- I, you know, it, it sometimes gets a little messy. I would have it just clean up. Okay. So you just want to, okay. You want Rosie, the maid from, uh, want, from the Jetsons. <laughs> yeah. I just want a I don't robot have, You know maid. what? I, now I know I what my answer would be. Okay. I want the, I want a robotic, I want a chef. It cooks all my meals mm, for me and they're delicious. Like it's, uh, it's a five star chef in robot form that doesn't, doesn't ever speak. Okay. I'm going to do it. Yep. Okay. I, I lied. One more. Okay. Uh, you can time travel to any year. Hmm. Ah, oh, this is such a good one. Future included. Future's lame. It is. Isn't Future's it? lame. Yeah, we we want to see what happened in the past. Yeah, hundred um, percent. I would go back to 
while the pyramids were being made and, see, obser- and observe and see and, and learn the secrets. It's a good one. Yeah. It's a very good That's one. That's what I would do. Yeah, I, you, up for I debate go, what year that would be. I would want to go back a long, long time because there's so many different. We've talked conspiracy theories on the pod on the uh, Patreon before. Sure, uh, there's a lot of theories out there that say at some point in time, well, or throughout time, history's gotten rewritten so much it's all fucked at this point. Right. So yeah, to go back and see what was going on. But right. Yeah. All right. Um, mm. Okay. So a few more things. I have a hypothetical for you. I'm into it. Since you just threw it out. Yes. You get to. Eat one item, the rest, not just a meal. So it can't be like, oh, steak and eggs. You have one. This is your one thing you're eating so, for the rest of your life. What is it? So I'm actually a horrible person to ask this question for, or a great person based on your perspective, because I love variety. There's nothing I like less than sitting down for a meal and there's two things, like a, even steak and potatoes. As much as I love that, it's probably my favorite meal. Mm-hmm. I don't like that together. I'd rather have. Instead of a 12-ounce steak and a bunch of potatoes, I'd rather have a small steak, small potatoes, veggies, side, bread. Oh, I like sure. variety. I like Cosmic a lot brownie. of... Oh, dude, I'm mm-hmm. so big on variety. A lot of stuff. I mix it up all the time. Okay. So, yeah. Big mix is, it up, guys. This is a tough one for you. If I could have one to eat over and over and again, and it's over. not even like you can't say eggs because there's so many different ways to stomach? cook it. Does it's this affect my like, digestive no. system, my stomach? Like, no. it, so, I, I'm... Everything's up for Everything's gra- fine. Everything's yep. You're still going to be nutrient-rich regardless of if you pick popcorn. Uh, I would say slightly, slightly spicy barbecue wings. Okay, that's a really good one. Mm-hmm. That's a very good one. Yeah, what would you say? I would probably just go with uh, a, a cheeseburger, just like Burger? same cheeseburger every meal. Okay, I'm like Randy from uh, from yeah. from Trailer I mean, Park let's Boys. Let's face it, anything gets Eating gets gets uh, bad after a while. Yeah, well, you know, or at least sure boring. Okay, that's my question. Or All that's right. my answer, though. All right, um. Let's get to our next game. We've got uh, some Jeopardy, a little Jeopardy questions. Mm. All right, now I'd like to pepper you with some random Jeopardy. You always claim you can go on Jeopardy. You would tear it up. I think so. Do I have to answer these in Jeopardy format, by the way? What is, who is? Well, again, like last game, there are no rules, but mm. if you do, I'm, I'm not going to count it. Okay. So you can take your own score, but I'm not counting it. Okay. All right, Um. what group of animal, when together, is called a pride? Lions. Okay, well, you missed that question because you didn't answer in the Jeopardy form. What are lions? You no, but just you, you said, asked me. No, no, no. I asked you, and you said you won't score it. So I thought that meant you it, that oh, I, I sorry, can't I'm answer sorry that if way. I, here, I'm sorry if I was, because I guess I was a little- uh, uh, You said I won't count it. Ambiguous with my answer. Right, so right. what are lions? Here's what, here's what it means. I won't count it as in it's not going to count as a point for you. Mm. So- okay. Right, yeah. I see. Okay, so, so what are lions? Okay, well, in my book, you're 0-1. <laughs> um, <laughs> what do you call a female deer? Oh, you know what? These are Jeopardy-style questions, what is a so doe? it's hard for you right. to answer it's a that doe. way. Because Jeopardy would be like, a female deer, is, or like- Right, uh, this, you know. this animal yeah. in a <laughs> yeah, female exactly. form is called this. Exactly, yeah. so answer however the hell you want. I don't okay. care. Okay, uh, doe, yes, two for two. Mm-hmm. All right, let's maybe mix this up a little bit. Let's get a little tougher. Yeah, yeah, give me some tough ones. Okay. Because I'm just blowing this out. I'm just elite. What is the name of the Dachshund? Dachshund. Dachshund. <laughs> Keep it in. <laughs> Christ. Dasha. No, no, can we, can we, can we tell a story real quick? Yes. Can we tell a story? Yeah. Because you know how I am. We call them wiener dogs. Dude, no, no, no. You know how I am with Dasha. <laughs> you know how I am with pronunciations? Like, a lot of different things in my life, I'm like this. Like, yeah. I'm such a, I'm, I'm focused on, I'm such a numbers person. The sure. words aren't, we don't, I don't work You're with a robot. well. Mm-hmm. A little bit, yeah. So, when I worked <laughs> in radio, we were recording a commercial once. 
and and I, I had worked there for a long enough time to where I was just sort of like doing a lot of the recording by myself and there was no producer around. Otherwise, he would have fixed this immediately. Mm-hmm. So I was by myself. It was late one night. I had just done the show and I wanted to go home. So I did a commercial and there was a word in the commercial that was spelled. Let me let me spell it for you here. Uh, C-A-M-A-R-A-D-E-R-I-E. And mm. looks like oh yeah, I know what if you this pronounce is. It, it, it like spreading up, it looks like camera deery, camera deer. Yeah, and so I pronounced camaraderie. <laughs> I pronounced the word camaraderie. Yeah, camera deer uh-huh. on a show, and I had to re-record everything. Sure. Yeah, but but uh, that's one of the tricky things about the English language because it's comrade, mm-hmm. but then we don't pre- we don't call it comrade comradery. Right. It's uh, it's camaraderie. But I do, so yeah, that's, that's that's a funky thing in the English so da- language. So we're calling him a Dachshund, apparently. <laughs> um, the classic wiener dog, yes. German, yeah, uh, it's, a, it's a wiener dog. Oh, the dachshunds. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Uh What is the name of uh, the dachshund in the movie Toy Story? Slink, Slinky, mm-hmm. Slinky. Yes, mm-hmm. they call him Slink for short. That's his nickname. One of one of my favorite characters. A lot of different uses they find for him. Okay, uh, a couple more here. Who okay. discovered uh, gravity? Um, that would be Isaac Newton, sir. The uh, apple. Uh, Isaac Yeston is the uh, answer there. Nice job. All right, let's get a little. Uh, I'm little four more for four. Okay, this one is uh, in a logical argument and mathematical proof. A symbol consisting of three dots placed to form an upright triangle is used to represent which word? Three dots placed in what <laughs> form? Sorry. <laughs> Three dots uh, in a in three a tr- dots placed to form an upright triangle is used to represent which word? <laughs> yeah, I mean we we really went we stepped it up a level in difficulty. I'll just guess, just a random math term. This is probably not going to be right, but like tangent. Therefore, therefore, yes. <laughs> why? That's stupid. But okay. Ooh, this one's good. Therefore, which three. two which two months of the year are named for mortal men? Mortal men. Yeah, so I guess the other names are not for mortal. They're, they're for people? like gods or something. Oh, okay, I'll say question. December and um, April, July and August. Ah, very close. Augusto. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, there you go. Um, one more. Give me one more. One more. Okay. Yeah, a tough one. I want to. I want to prove myself beyond just the Toy Story ones. Well, this one's on the same page. Maybe easier, but. Which highly sought-after item of the modern age was created anonymously under the pseudonym... Bitcoin. Yeah, Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Now, help me with the pseudonym, because I'll yep. try this, okay? Now, don't say it. Don't say it. Okay. Satoshi Nakamoto. Well, yeah. that one wasn't hard. No. I want a harder one. They call it, like, Satoshi one. is really what... Yeah, that is the, the secretive name. No, but that, 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 that was yes. easy. Okay. Okay. Um, should we get out of here with uh, some music? Yeah, some music. Uh, follow us on Twitter at CFB underscore pod. Join the Patreon, patreon.com slash tailgate. So, so we're, we're going to Parad- or, uh, uh, Parody Plaza. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. that's what you mean. I thought yeah, you were going to play music and you wanted me to get us out of here. No, this isn't radio. All right, Parody Plaza. Let's no. do this. No, 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 no. Yeah, Parody Plaza. Okay. Do you want to explain what, what the Parody Plaza is? Uh, this is Tyler being the Weird Al Yankovic of college football. So he's going to play a song and make it college football themed. Yes. And these have been absolute bangers nonstop, by the way. Okay. So I did something different today. Okay. I usually sing these live. Oh, but you I decided recorded it. to start doing it pre. Because in the studio. 
and stewed because look, it, it, it's hard to sing live. Mm-hmm. I'm not a oh, good yeah. live. If I were an artist, I would be a lip syncer in mm-hmm. concert. That would be me. So I know it's not respected, and maybe <laughs> I wouldn't be a respected musician. And I'm fine with that. But uh, I recorded this, and so I have two songs. Okay. And w- one of them's chopped down. Like, I'm not going to do whole songs anymore. Sure. We're just going to do a little taste. So, Did you add in any ad libs like they do in rap music where at the end of a line there's like a background of you being like, yeah, <laughs> it's lit. I didn't do no? that. No? Okay. That would have been a nice touch. Just I, maybe for next time, you so know. So we have parody of uh, Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree. Oh, love it. Okay. Yes. Um, and we're going to finish with that one. Because it's Christmas season. Let's finish with that one. It's feel good. Okay. We're going to start with a very unique one. I haven't done this before. This one is a it is in the perspective of one individual. Now, I realized something. I have been way too easy this year on Mel Tucker. Oh, wow. Okay? I kind of let him off the hook for what right. he did. Now, think about what I've done to other individuals for really doing nothing at all. Sure. I didn't, Brown. I didn't dive in enough. Matt Campbell. Exactly. Yep. I, I didn't dive in enough to Mel Tucker. So... I think he's going to be on my radar now. Look, the great thing is we've got plenty of shows coming up. So there, right. there, there's there's no shortage of material to be had. Yeah. So I'm excited for this. So he's my new target. No fucker. Uh, I decided that, that he wrote this song. Okay. Ah. So he wrote it to the woman who he harassed, sent all kinds of inappropriate pictures it's a love to. Song. Well, it kind of is a love song. And you know what? Here's the thing about Mel Tucker is, is, is and, and you know what, with this lady, I almost I looked her. We're not going to use her name because we're not going to bring this poor woman sure. into the. We're going to bring. Have to get dragged no, into we're this not going to bring this further. poor woman into this mess. We're She's classy. been through enough. Yep. So we left her out of this completely. So Love this it. this focus is so, just like the song that we're going to play. There is a lot of the word girl and things like that. So mm. it is kind of the same feel I went for okay. as the actual song. But this is Mel Tucker's song. To her, and by the way, everyone who judged Mel Tucker, maybe you want to hear this song before you think anything else, but this is Mel Tucker's song Mm. to her. Will, let's hear. Well, I've heard some coaches say that (laughs) when you get that dream job, you should just be careful. (laughs) But I know one thing's for sure, baby. (laughs) What the heart wants, the heart wants. So here's a little advice to everyone out there. If you feel like showing off your hog to any random person whose number you get, you do it, baby. You do it and don't let anyone tell you it's wrong. See, some see it as bad, but I tell you something. It's classy. It's just photography, baby. I'm really just an artist. But something happened to me today, and I think it changed me forever. You know what? Here's my story. Oh, this morning I, I fell in love at first sight. Made eye contact at a sexual harassment conference per invite. <laughs> oh, you know that I'm a Spartan. I bleed the white and green. Which means no morals and no standards here. Dick pics of my routine. Oh, yeah. But I don't know why. Why aren't you texting back? I don't know, but here's another picture of my sack. (laughs) And now I refresh, and I wait patiently. I hope when she texts back, she does it oh so tastefully. But maybe she is waiting for me. Another text, you wanna sext. 
I'm asking you Oh girl, I know you do so Don't deny You can't get enough of my body <laughs> Girl, you know that if you don't ever reply I slide right in those DMs, babe <laughs> Oh, you know that I just want to Send photos all the time All of the angles and the filters, yeah Photography sublime Oh, yeah that's wow. There you go. So yeah, there's that, uh, was that Barry White for real? That's little Barry. Wow. Yeah, Incredible. You may have thought that was actually that I that you know we we got Barry White to do that. I thought maybe it was actually Mel Tucker. I thought that was a Spartan dog well, singing look, that. W- w- honestly, it's weird to do the songs of legends on here, right? I mm. went Tom Petty before. I go Barry White, but sure. that's what I do. Well, I take a, if I were a coach, I would schedule Alabama, right? That's what that's yeah. kind of. You're not scared. No, no. Uh, clearly, I'm not scared. I mean, everyone out there, <laughs> clearly. <laughs> God. All right. Now, this one, ha- you know, uh, as they say in Harry Potter, happy Christmas, Will. Um, I hope it's going to be happy a good Christmas holiday season problem. for everyone. Uh, yeah. Happy uh, holiday season, whatever it is. No We're going to do a little Christmas uh, parody here. Okay. Uh, you know it. Sit back. Relax. And this one just kind of encapsulates the entire season of college football. Well, now we're down to the final weeks and the playoff for a set. Michigan with those cheap techniques. Florida State is real upset. Mel Tucker sent some dick pics to Bobby Hill, coach Tennessee. Let's face it, the Big Ten was a zoo and the Pac-12 R.I.P. The great Matt Campbell again is average. Wow, who would have guessed? Everybody loves the bowl games. Consensual, Melfucker proclaims we're almost there to say goodbye. All the transfers moving on. Saban, he wants some pumpkin pie and Harbaugh goes pecan. Big noon, why do herbs on glasses look like Morpheus? Game day, Herb Street watching Corso. Venables, he says, go and blow. Now we're down to the final games with the bet board all tied up. Only a few picks left to go, and I'm going to mess Willow. Let's go, bet board. Wow. Right. Incredible. That does yeah. give me in the Christmas spirit. That's one Doesn't of my that? favorite Christmas songs, by the way. Yeah, well, a now classic. that's going to be a new favorite. And, and I, that, that was a lot better than the first one. So we saved the encore. Isn't that what artists do? And now I'm an artist now, apparently. Of right? course you are. So yeah. we save our, our best for last. So uh, Yeah, you save the you, the encore is what you want to leave them wanting. Mm-hmm. So you save like the most popular jam for when you go, hey, thanks so much. And then you go and you wait off stage for like 30 seconds. And then you come back. You, you know, know what after. we got to do? Huh. We should package all those songs together eventually and make a little album. Oh, wow. I, that, that 
shit's gonna go gangbusters. Yeah. Let me tell you, we're gonna move some fucking units. That's what we got. So amazing. Uh, Follow us on Twitter at CFB underscore pod. Follow the or join the Patreon, patreon.com slash college football tailgate. We'll see you uh, next week.